Good morning, Bridge Church. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. We're so glad you spent your day here with us. If you aren't already standing, please stand to your feet. Come on in. We're going to worship our God. You know what? Last service, God is moving in this place. He's going to do great things. We're hoping for it. We're praying for it. So let's just open up our hearts and let it all in. Come on. done great things. See what our Savior has done. See how his love overcomes. He has done great things. He has done great
Jesus makes a way when there seems to be no way. When you look at the obstacle in front of you and you think, I have no idea how I'm going to get through this. God knows. He sees you. He sees your mountain. He tells you, tell it to move. He's a way maker.
church, we've been talking about some of the misconceptions that you and I might have about who God is and what he does. Whether it's certain circumstances that you're currently facing, maybe it's things that you've learned growing up, maybe it's what you were taught, I don't know. I think without knowing it, many of us tend to put God in a box, whether we do that on purpose or not. That's what Pastor Gary has been sharing with us throughout this month, right? Paul wrote to the church in Colossians in chapter 1, and he prayed a very specific prayer for, for us as the church. He prayed a three-part prayer. The first part being that we would know the will of God for our lives. 
The second part being that we would live a life that honors God, that it would bear fruit, and that we would grow in our knowledge and understanding of who God is. The third part of that prayer is that we would have strength for today, that we would have strength for tomorrow. No matter what we're facing, that we would have God's strength. And I think that sometimes we forget that worship plays such a vital role in all three of those things. The time that we're spending this morning to lift our voices, to lift our hands, to shout unto God, this isn't just a concert before the sermon. This is truly a time where we could come to God, we could pour out our hearts, and He can make Himself known. If those three things can take place during worship, well, I know they can take place during worship, actually, because I know firsthand God spoke direction and purpose into my life when I was worshiping God at a youth camp as a high schooler. I was in a place where I was seeking direction, I was seeking purpose, and I felt that God gave me His peace in that very moment, telling me, what he wanted me to do with my life. Maybe that's you this morning and you need direction. As we worship, seek God and he will give you his peace. He will give you his direction. Maybe your relationship with God is kind of dried up, it's withered up and you're not bearing fruit. And you're just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going through the motions and things are dry and boring and I need a refreshing of God's Holy Spirit. I believe that as we worship him this morning, we can draw closer to the heart of the Father, that we can draw closer to knowing God, that he can speak his love over us. And as we declare the truths from his word about who he is and, and what he's done, he will make himself real to us, amen? Maybe you're facing a difficult situation this morning, something that is just crazy beyond anything that you can control. Can we just place those things in God's hands today? And we say, God, I need your strength. He is near to the brokenhearted. When we are weak, he is strong, amen? As we worship him this morning, we take our eyes off of the situation that we're facing and we look to God who is the author, he's the finisher of our faith. He is our miracle working God. He is our way maker. So church this morning, can I challenge you in this? Maybe you have never stepped outside of your comfort zone in worshiping God. Maybe you've never taken the lid off of your worship. Can we do that this morning? Can we take the lid off of our worship and step outside of the box that we have placed God in and see what he's going to do in this place and in our lives this morning. Will you do that church? Come on. Would you lift up a shout of praise? Hey, we worship you God. We praise you Lord. We bless your name. You are a miracle working God. We give you our worship. We give you our praise. We thank you for what you're going to do in this place. In Jesus name, we worship you God. We worship you. Mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loose. God, we believe, and yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. And bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe it. 
guess we can see that wonders are still what you do. We are here for you. Come and do, come and do what you do. We are here.
over this place. This is a this morning you believe that our God still saves, that he still heals, that he still delivers, that he still rescues, that he still sets people free. Do you believe that this morning? Amen. You know, today's a special day. It's a worship and prayer Sunday. We're very excited about everything that God wants to do in this place today, and we really just want to open up our hearts and allow him to do that. I hope that you came expecting this morning. But I want to just say this before we go forward in our service. We've been talking about this is a move. You know, every great move of God has always been preceded by people who were moving towards him. And you might be here this morning and maybe you, like Pastor Aaron said, you feel like your, your walk with God, your life with Christ is a bit dry, a bit barren. Maybe you feel like you're in one of those seasons where you haven't felt God's presence in a while. Can I tell you something? The book of James, it says that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us. And I think sometimes we look at God and we say, God, intervene. And God says, hey, take a step toward me and see what I do in your situation. This morning, it doesn't matter what your situation is. All together, collectively, as a people, we're going to move toward God today. We're going to take a step toward him. We're going to expect him to do great and mighty things. But not just collectively. I want to encourage every single person here today, individually, 
Don't let this day go by without opening up your heart and just simply looking to God and say, God, have I been limiting you in my life? Because today I'm taking the limitations off. I'm taking the lid off of that box and I'm going to believe you for more. Is there anybody here this morning you can believe God for more in this place today? Awesome. So all over this place, would you just lift your hands, just open your hearts, whatever way you want to do that in your own way and in your own words right now. Let's just cry out to God for a moment. Let's invite him in to come in and speak to us to have his way today. God, we thank you so much for the good things that you have in store for our lives. God, in this service, we know you want to do great things, but personally right now, Father, each and every one of us, we just open up our hearts and our lives to you and we say, God, come and move in our lives personally. Rearrange the furniture of our lives. Rearrange the priorities of our lives. God, if there are areas in our life where we have been putting limitations on you today, we just rip those limitations away and we say, God, have your way. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth in our lives in the exact same way that it is in heaven. We want some of your heaven to invade our earth today in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that the one who might be here today feeling far from you, that you would let them know that you are the friend who sticks closer than a brother. You're always with them. You have never left them. For the one who is needing you to intervene in a situation, God, that they would experience your presence today, reminding them that you are faithful, that you are good, and that you are strong, going to work on our behalf. But God, we are here today to honor you, to worship you for all that you've done, but more importantly, for who you are. We give you this time today in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Hey, would you join me one more time? Let's just give God praise again one more time. Amen. This time I want to invite you to go ahead and be seated this morning. Right now we're going to partake of communion together as a church family. I ask you to be seated right now because we still have a few people coming in looking for seats. So if you can go ahead and find your seat and then make a little bit of space for someone who might be coming in and looking for a seat by you, that would be excellent. We appreciate that. Before we partake of communion this morning, as you came in, you should have received the elements of communion. So if you're here this morning and you did not receive those, we want to do our best to put those in your hands. So if you did not receive the elements of communion, would you do us a favor and just slip your hand up real quick? Our ushers are there in the aisles to try to put those in your hand. We want to serve you as quickly as possible. Thank you so much. Just keep those hands up nice and high. It doesn't look like there's too many of you. We'll try to serve you as quickly as we can. Just keep those hands up. And while you're doing that this morning, I just want to fill you in on how we do communion here at the bridge. First of all, we have what we call open communion here at the Bridge Church. That means, number one, you do not have to be a member or a partner here at the Bridge to participate in this moment and partake of communion. But we do believe that communion here at the Bridge, we believe that communion is something we do as believers, as followers of Christ. The Apostle Paul wrote that we should rightfully discern the body of Christ. So we believe that this is something that we do as believers. If you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, then we invite you to partake in communion with us this morning. And you can just hold those elements in your hand for just a moment and we'll partake here in a few minutes. But I just want to share a quick thought with you. Over the past few weeks as we've been in this series, The Box, and just taking the limitations off of God in our own personal lives, if you've been following along in our devotions over these last few weeks, we've been in the book of Mark. And this week, it was on Thursday, or excuse me, Wednesday, in Mark chapter 14, we read the story of Jesus inviting his disciples to partake in a Passover feast, a Jewish tradition. But more importantly, it wasn't just the Passover feast that they were partaking in. 
what we end up seeing in that passage is that Jesus actually invites them in and explains today what we now know as communion. It says he took the bread, he took the cup, he gave it to them. He said, take and eat and do this as often as you will in remembrance of me. You know, we don't do communion every week or really even every month here at the bridge. And there's a really specific reason for that. It's so this moment would never become a mindless ritual that we just do and go through the motions. Because as we read through that passage of scripture, what we see is that the disciples showed up thinking they were about to go through the ritual or the tradition of a Passover feast, but Jesus was about to introduce to them that he was their Passover lamb who would take their sins upon him and go to the cross. And that same truth that Jesus shared with his disciples that night is the same truth that gives us life and freedom today. And today when we partake of communion, I want to just say and remind everybody, this is not a ritual. This is not just a religious routine that we go through. We have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. And because of what he did for us, we can partake freely in remembrance and in thanksgiving for all that he did. So we're going to worship God one more time before we partake. And I just want to encourage you to hold those emblems in your hand, open your heart, and allow God in this morning. Give him everything you got today. Amen.
world, God, you can have it all. Because you gave it all, God. Scripture tells us that on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he gathered those closest to him, he took the bread, and he took the cup. He said, do this as often as you would in remembrance of me. Today, when we partake of communion, we remember everything Jesus did for us. But more than just remember, we participate in this covenant that we are a part of. If you want to go ahead and open up that top layer and take out that bread, that little wafer, Jesus took the bread, gave it to him. He said, this is my body broken for you. 
take and eat. The body of Christ was broken so that we could be put back together. Can we eat together this morning? And if you want to open the cup, Scripture says, in the same manner, he took the cup. He said, this is my blood shed for you, the blood of a new covenant, the blood of a new deal with God. Because of the blood of Jesus, our sins have been cleansed from us. Let's drink together this morning. Now, right there where you are, just lift your hands one more time. Father, today we participate in this covenant that we are in with you. We thank you that you sent Jesus for us to take our sin upon the cross. We recognize that we are in right standing today because of what Jesus did for us over 2,000 years ago. It's for that that we are grateful today. We thank you for your goodness, for your faithfulness, for your mercy, and for your grace in our lives. Today, we remember all that Jesus did, but we recognize that what he did then makes a way for us in our future, that we can live our lives in purpose and in righteousness and walk into a great future and eternity with you. We honor that sacrifice today in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen, amen. Right now, before you're seated, our ushers are coming down the rows, and they're going to be passing a bag down each and every row. You can take your empty containers, place it there, and pass it on down to the end of your row. Thank you so, so much for that. And before you're seated this morning, why don't you turn around, say hi to somebody, tell them how good they look and how happy you are to see them, and then you can find your seat this morning. Hey, it's great to see you in church today. Thanks for joining us. You've probably figured out already this is a, a little different kind of Sunday from what we normally do. Two or three times a year here at the Bridge Church, we take a Sunday and set it aside just to worship God and to pray over different things, specific things. And if you're a guest with us today, we welcome you. We're so glad you're here. We're honored you joined us today. We'd love to get connected with you. If you have any questions today, out that first set of doors to your right, there is an info center. They can answer any questions you might have. We also have a church app you can download. You can check out our website as well, thebridgechurch.tv. We'd love to get connected with you. And again, thank you so much for joining us today. On this different kind of Sunday, I want to take just a couple of minutes and open my heart before we pray today. Normally on these Sundays, we have specific things that we pray for that are more outward focused. But today, we really felt led that we wanted to take what we've been teaching the last month and pray over our own lives, our own relationships with God, 
about the three things that Aaron mentioned a few minutes ago that we've been teaching. The fact that Paul said, I'm praying that you will know God's will for your life. I'm praying that you can build and grow a strong relationship with God that's continually growing, that you can experience the vibrant life of God. And then third of all, that you can see God's power at work in your everyday life. And, and I know as we've gone through this series every week, everybody here has sensed that God's speaking something to them. One day we took the time to just worship God and, and submit our lives to God to find His will and know His will. But I want to read just two verses, one short passage of Scripture from Philippians chapter 2. And as we read these verses, I want to point out one thing to you this morning. Philippians 2, verse number 12 tells us this therefore my beloved as you've always obeyed not as in my presence only but now much more in my absence notice these words work out everybody say work out work out your own salvation literally your own relationship with God with fear and trembling you know if you're going to be in a relationship with anybody you've got to work at it a little bit and what Paul tells us here is, if you're going to know God, you've you got to put a little time into it. You've got to invest some time with God. Work out your own salvation very honestly, sincerely, with fear and trembling. But then in verse 13, he says this, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do His good pleasure. What he says here is, God's already working in your life, so be aware of it and let Him finish what He started. Before we go into our prayer time today, those three thoughts that we've been teaching the last month, let me just capsulize it this way. God wants to lead you into his will, so follow him. Follow him. Number two, God wants you to know him, so talk to him. Listen, let him speak into your heart and into your life. Get into his words, see what he says that he has for you, what he wants to do in your life. And then the third thing, God's power is already at work in you, so why don't you cooperate and let him do more? I'm encouraging you today as we pray, take the lid off the box and just open your heart and say, God, do the things you want to do in my life. When I was a, a little kid, I grew up in a church where we had Sunday morning service and it was a, usually a pretty solemn service. And then Sunday night, we had a very joyful time of celebration and, and praise and worship. Spent a lot of time with God. And then after the message on Sunday evenings, we would always call people around the front of the building and they'd come to an altar or kneel around the front of the platform or kneel there at their seats. And people would pray for a few minutes that God would show them how to apply His Word to their lives. The sermon that they'd heard, God, how do I put this to work in my life? You know, through the years, style of church changes. The way we do things changes. People are busy today. I get it. But the most important thing we can do is set aside time and say, God, you're speaking to me. I want to respond to what you're saying. So in just a couple of minutes, we're going to pray specifically over these three things in your lives and in our lives. And I'm going to ask you to do something with me. As we do this, the pastors are going to join me here on the platform we're going to lead in prayer over these three areas, but I want you to take just a couple of minutes 
as the music is quietly playing in the background, I'm going to ask you to bow your head right there where you are, close your eyes and just lock in with God, make it a very personal time. And I don't need you to pray out loud, real loud and scream and, and, and you know, bother those around you, but I want you to be willing and free to just quietly pray out loud and just whatever God's dealing with your heart about, whatever's going on in your life. Maybe you've got questions you're facing. Maybe you've got to make some decisions. Pray for his will. Maybe you need to see him do some new things. Open your heart and say, God, I want you to do new things. Or maybe you just need to see God's power in your everyday life. Whatever's going on in your life, take a couple of minutes right now. Just prepare your heart before we pray. Just bow your heads, close your eyes. Let's spend a couple of minutes with the Lord. I'm going to ask everyone to stand, if you would, please. We're going to pray for a few minutes. Whatever's going on in your life, I want to encourage you to lift it to God. I've asked Ann to come and lead us in prayer over these areas for a few minutes. So just open your heart right now. Let's open our hearts to God. Father, we come before you right now, God. Every one of us in this place, those watching online, all ages at all stages of life God we all we come to you right now and father we just declare that we want more of you we want to experience all that you have for us we want to take the lid off so that we can experience the abundant life that you created us to live and walk fully in all that you have for us God so father right now we just put ourselves in agreement with this prayer that Paul prayed in Colossians 1. And Father, we ask, we ask that you would give us greater knowledge and understanding of your will for our lives. Father, as believers, as a body of believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, God, we want to know your will more fully how to walk every day than the life that you created us to live but father also individually god i pray that each and every person would hear from you and know your will for their lives personally god i thank you that you have a plan and a purpose for each and every life and god i am asking that we would hear from you that we would hear your 
your voice. We would know what you're saying and we would embrace your purposes and embrace your will for our lives. And Father, I pray that each one of us would recognize that it's not some dream way out there, way afar off in the future, but it starts today. God, help us to hear what you are saying to us each and every day, how you want us to walk, what you want us to do every single day. And as we do that, God, I pray that one day at a time, one step at a time, we will walk into the fullness of all of your plans and your purposes for our lives. We just thank you for that, God. And Father, I just pray right now that we would all grow in our knowing you, grow in our relationships with you. Father, I pray right now, God, that each one of us, if we have areas that we've been holding back from you, God, I pray that we would surrender it to you right now. Father, maybe it's pride. Maybe it's just our preconceived ideas of you. Maybe it's our independence and self-sufficiency. God, whatever it is, God, I pray all across this place right now that there be a surrendering to you. And Father, that you would come and you would move into every area of our lives, not just some, but every crevice of our beings, God. And Father, that we would begin to know you like never before, that we'd experience more of you. We'd experience you in every part of our lives, God. And Father, that we would grow in our relationship with you and we would bear much fruit we would live that thriving fulfilling life you created us to live in jesus name and father i pray right now for your strength father for those who've been feeling weak god i pray that we'd experience your strength. God, I pray that we would be people who would not wallow in our weaknesses, but God, we would exchange our weakness for your strength. You said your strength is perfected in our weakness. And so, Father, I pray that we would all embrace your strength like never before, that we choose to walk in your strength every day, that they, we would pick ourselves up, that we would lift our eyes above circumstances and situations situations of life, God, and that we would walk in your strength. And as we do, we'd experience your power in our lives, power for everyday living beyond what we've ever experienced before, God. And Father, I just pray that in all of this, God, you would do everything that you desire to do in our lives. God, all of it. We don't want anything less than all that you want to do. But God, that we wouldn't keep it all to ourselves. But Father, that we'd allow you to use us. God, do what you want to do in us and through us to impact others around us, to impact our world, to fulfill your purposes in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now, we want to pray for needs today that you might have in your life. Physical, spiritual, material, mental, domestic, no matter what the nature might be. We want to pray for needs right now. We always do this on worship and prayer Sundays. You say, well, why do you do this? Because God answers prayer. It's just that simple. God still, how many of you know God still answers prayer? So what we're going to do today... 
very simply, right there where you are, if you've got a need in your life, again, maybe you need healing in your body, maybe it's a material financial need, maybe there's stuff going on in your family, maybe it's in the marriage, maybe it's with the kids, maybe you're fighting a mental battle and you're really fighting for your peace. I don't know what's going on in your life today, but whatever's going on, if you've got a need, just as a sign of faith, you believe God can meet that need, just slip a hand up right there where you are. And just hold it up right there, okay? We're going to start praying right now. We're going to ask you, lift your need to God. Let's believe God to meet needs. Father, right now, we, your people, come to you in faith. Your word tells us to come with full assurance of faith. And Father, we do that today. You've made promises to us and we hold on to those promises. We will not let go. And Father, I pray right now for every person here who's fighting a physical body, a physical battle. Father, I pray for bodies that are sick, that are broken today. And I ask for healing, that by the stripes of Jesus, healing would flow into people's bodies as we pray right now. Father, I pray that disease would leave because your healing power would drive sickness away just as it was in the days and ministry of Jesus. Father, let your power flow into lives as we ask and believe in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for families right now who are going through battles. God, where there are marriages, where there are struggles, Father, I pray that we could forgive and set aside the things that have happened and put them behind us, that we could ask for forgiveness from one another, that you would begin to heal marriages and give us an outlook on the future that you see. Father, I pray for fathers and mothers and children who are having some difficult seasons. Father, help us to see the things we have in common and turn to you and believe you to bring healing to broken relationships today. Father, I pray for those who have material needs, financial needs. God, you're the God who knows no limitations. You are our provider and we look to you today and we ask you to step into the areas where we cannot provide for ourselves and we ask you to meet the needs of your people today. Father, I pray today for those who are fighting mental battles, for those fighting emotional battles, for those today, Father, who are struggling for their peace. God, I pray that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding would just flow into people's lives and just shove all the fear and all the confusion out of their lives and settle their hearts. Your word declares that you'd keep our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. So, Father, we lay everything at your feet today and we ask you to meet these needs. We put our faith and our trust in you and we believe you in Jesus name. Amen. Now let's give God praise in the house this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You've made promises and we believe you today, Father. We go forward this week expecting you to do exactly what you said you would do in Jesus name. Thank you, Father. While you're standing, we're going to sing one more song of worship and praise to God. And, I, and I'll tell you something. One of the best things you can do after you've prayed and asked God to do something, one of the best things you can do is just start thanking Him for what He's doing at this moment, what He's going to continue to do in your life. So as the team comes right now, let's lift our hearts and give God praise this morning. Free. 
You know, just before we change the order of our service today, maybe you're here and you've heard about the cross as we partook of communion and, and you've heard the story that Jesus died for your sins and maybe you've been here in, in this presence, God's presence today and, and you realize, you know what? I need this in my life. But maybe you've never taken the opportunity to just stop and say, God, I accept what Jesus did for me on the cross. Maybe you've never started your relationship with God. Today, I wanna just lead you in a prayer, just simple words that you can wrap your heart around that'll open up the door for you to enter into relationship with God because really, God's knocking on the door of your heart and He's waiting for you to say, God, I need you and I want you in my life. So I'm gonna ask everybody here to just bow your heads for a moment. I wanna lead everybody in a prayer. I'm gonna ask you to pray this right out loud. Wrap your heart around these words. Say, God, I need you. I open my life to you. Please come in. I accept Jesus as my savior. I choose Jesus to become the Lord of my life. I give everything to you. From this moment forward, you are my father and I'm your child. Teach me your ways and I will follow you. Thank you for receiving me. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, it's the most important prayer you'll ever pray in your entire life. But it's not the end of the journey. It's just the beginning of that relationship with God. We've got a little gift we want to give you called The Next Seven Days. It's just a real short booklet with really simple reading for the next week to help you start build that relationship with God. We want to give it to you. When service is over today, no strings attached. We want to put this in your hand. We'll have prayer teams here at the front of the building. They're here to pray with anyone for any need. If you're in a big rush, you can go out in the lobby and at the exit doors right in the middle, there's a counter set up there. You'll see the sign. Stop by there. Stop by right here and just say, can I get the booklet? They'll give it to you right here. If you want prayer, they can pray with you. If you've got questions, they can answer questions. If you're in a big rush, please stop by the Connection Center. Let us give this to you today. We're so glad you're a part of the family of God. Can we welcome new believers into our family today? God bless you. As you're seated today, welcome Pastor Corey as he comes. Hey, what a great service this morning. Hey, has, um, has God been faithful to anybody else in your life? Come on. I look over the shoulder of my life in serving Jesus, and he's been so, so faithful. And this is our moment in service where we get to worship God through our giving. And you'll see several options on the screen. And hey, if you're new, um, we got Bridge Youth in the house this morning. At Bridge Youth, we welcome our guests every single week by saying we're here, we're here to build you up, not... Yeah, we're here to build you up, not beat you up. Hey, if you're new, uh, if you're a guest with us, there's never any pressure or compulsion to give. But this is our opportunity to worship God through our giving. And um, I always give through the app, and, and I can't help but to think, as, as I take a moment to get in the app, and um, I put in the number, and I, I'm going to hit a button on a screen, that sometimes we can fall into the habit of it feeling redundant. And often it can even just end up feeling more like an obligation. But can I tell you that, that giving isn't an obligation, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to what? Well, this morning's been all about prayer and worship. Giving is an extension 
of our worship. It's an opportunity to worship God and to say, I put you first in the area of my finances. Can I just tell you, you will never come in last by putting God first. Amen. So, hey, as we give this morning, as we're concluding this series, the box, take the lid off the box And when it comes to your giving. Look at it not as, as an obligation or a duty or just a religious thing that you have to do. Look at it as an opportunity to invest in what God is doing here in this church, in this community, but even all around the world through all of our ministry efforts. And so, this morning as you give, before we watch church news, as the ushers are getting ready, um, directly after the service, we are getting ready for Bridge Women that is happening this Tuesday. All the ladies, don't forget Bridge Women this Tuesday. So anybody who can come help us uh, set up the youth center, that, that would be absolutely amazing. And um, as we give today, can I just say thank you for being so generous. On behalf of Bridge Youth, can I say thank you for being so generous in your faithful giving. And as we give today, let's watch church news together. Sunday, everyone, and welcome to The Bridge. My name is Nicole, and we want to thank you for being in church with us this morning. We hope that you enjoy your morning and that you and your family feel right at home today. The new year is in full swing, and we are very excited about everything 2020 has in store for us. We hope that you will be here for everything that's happening in the weeks ahead. Here's a look at what's coming up at The Bridge. Our spring term of Connect Groups will be launching next weekend. We're very excited about a brand new season and a new opportunity for everyone here at The Bridge to build deeper relationships and grow in your walk with God. To kick off the season, we are having our Connect Group Expo next Sunday after both of our morning services. This is your chance to meet our Connect Group leaders and to find the group that makes sense for you. So make your plans to be here next Sunday and get plugged into a connect group this year at The Bridge. One of the most common questions we are asked at The Bridge is what kind of local outreach do we offer to our community? Every Sunday we give away free food and clothing to anyone in need, no questions asked through our community care program. If you or anyone you know is in need and can use some assistance with food or clothing, our community care program exists for you. Distribution happens at 10.45 a.m. every Sunday morning in the back of our church building. If you'd like to spread the word to someone you know who is in need, stop by the Info Center before you go and grab some of our community care cards. We want to do our best to help anyone in need here in the Temecula Valley. Hey ladies, Bridge Women Tuesday mornings are back this Tuesday. The fun starts at 9.30 and we would love for you to join us. We will be jumping into our freedom study and growing together in our walk with God. So come and be a part of an amazing community of women here at The Bridge. As always, Spanish translation is available, as well as Bridge Kids program for all kids infant through fifth grade, including a homeschool room. So make your plans to be here, ladies, this Tuesday morning at 9.30 for Bridge Women. If you are new to The Bridge and you want to find out how to get plugged in, we invite you to stop by the Info Center before you go today. Take a few minutes to come and say hi. Our team is here to help you find your place at The Bridge. They can also answer any questions that you might have about the church. 
For general info, please be sure to check out our website, thebridgechurch.tv. You can also download the Bridge app. Just text the keywords, the Bridge Church app, to 77977. Thanks again for spending your morning with us. We love spending our Sundays with you. All right, well, we're not quite done worshiping the Lord. Would you stand with us for one more song of praise? We believe this, that there's nothing that our God can't do, amen? We believe that all things are possible with our God. Just one word, you come the storm that surrounds me. Just one word, the darkness has to retreat. Just one touch, I feel the presence of heaven. Just one touch, my eyes were open to see. My heart can't help but believe. Yeah, there's nothing that our God can do. There's not a mountain that He can move. Oh, praise the name that makes a way.
So oh.